Are you ready for some hot, steamy conversation? <laughs> I don't know how steamy it is, but hot, yeah. <laughs> Good morning and welcome to Coffee Talk. I'm Soy, host of the fastest growing online talk show where we discuss real topics with real people in real situations. Wow. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy. Your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. It is the top of the hour, and we are kicking off our new segment today as we talk about a motivating piece that we all experience. Uh, I think we all have been there from one time or another. But before we get into our topic today and I introduce our hot guest, let me uh, share with you that I am drinking my favorite morning beverage. And and I kind of had two cups today, if I could be honest. I I thought I may need a double dose because this topic here requires me to be armed with courage, knowledge, and and floating on top of the world as as we talk through this difficult segment uh, today. I'm hoping that people are inspired, empowered, and if you are experiencing any issues or difficulties in life, that, that this show really helps you move past those difficult points. I want to remind our guests that if you haven't done so already to download the app, uh, I heard that a few people had problems accessing the app. They would go through it and uh, would find that it may freeze up on them. Uh, well, I talked to the app developer and, and learned that if you are on your iPhone or your mobile device and your mobile device times out, it will uh, overpass, um, it will control that segment. So if you have a screensaver that times out at five minutes or 15 minutes, and that's the case, then it will freeze up, and you'll have to move uh, your device or hit the home screen or something to get it back. So if you want to tune into some shows that are in our library and enjoy them, just go ahead and take that feature off so you can enjoy the show and not miss any parts of the conversation. wouldn't want you to do that. But I appreciate all the support that I'm getting from the community. Uh, I appreciate the Texas, and I also appreciate um, the Facebook likes and all those things. Let's keep doing some positive things out in the community so that we can live happy and healthy all year long. Our topic today, shame, fear, and silence, the deadly combination. Now, shame, fear, and silence are demotivating killers by themselves. So imagine having them all in one or dealing with them all together in one traumatic situation. How awful would that be for someone who is experiencing that? I believe we live in a world sometimes dominated by shame, fear, and silence. You see, the combination of these elements are sinful to me because I don't believe God has given us the spirit of fear. But yet, these things continue to paralyze us, control us, keep us from reaching our dreams, keeping us from seeing happiness. 
and keeping us from experiencing a quality life. So today we're going to break down these barriers. We're going to talk through um, some of these things and some of these smoke screens that are obviously keeping us um, away from happy, healthy lives. So we're going to get through that today, and we're going to assassinate the assassinators and kill um, the killers. And to help me do that in the cafe with me is a woman who has been here before. Not only has she been on the show before, but she has been through conversation after conversation after conversation about matters such as this, and has helped people break through them. And that is because she's a licensed professional therapist. You see, I try to bring you quality information to the show, people who can inspire you and help you move through things in life. Kim Wilson is a mental health professional, and she's been in this field for over 10 years. She's a blogger, a dynamic speaker, and a workshop facilitator. She has a brand that's hitting the airways now, which is the Kim Wilson Experience, in which she has webinars, podcasts, and workshops to help people work through issues. So let me welcome to the cafe a good woman, a great friend, a great motivator, Kim Wilson. Good morning, Kim. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Good morning, Soy. Thank you so much for having me. I always enjoy a motivating conversation with a phenomenal woman, so I appreciate you accepting the invitation. Yes. So, Kim, today we are chit-chatting about shame, fear, and silence. And I call them deadly, you know, uh, together. Um, Because I don't know many people that can easily walk through this combination of a storm in in, in their life. But but today I'm hoping that we can begin to break down some of those barriers and help people just identify what some of these characteristics may be and so that they can, too, walk through the storm and be victorious in whatever it is they're trying to reach in in their lives. I'm sure that this is um, some content that you've worked through before. Is that right, Kim? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, it's 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 on you. You know, um, you know, I've I've had several clients, you know, throughout the years, and even family, friends, that have dealt with shame, and shame keeps you in a place where you're kind of stuck in a couple of emotions. You know, it keeps something covered up, and in a sense, it keeps you at times from living your best life. Because when you are ashamed of something, you feel judged. And when you feel judged, it makes you feel like you're not good enough. And if you're feeling like you're not good enough, how can you be at your best when you're feeling like you're not good enough? So um, I always say to people, one of the best ways to disconnect from shame, to uh, assassinate shame, as you said at the beginning, really is to release it. Tell somebody that you trust. There's always somebody out there that you can trust, whether it is a friend, a family member, a therapist, somebody, a a clergy member, your pastor. There's always somebody that you can trust, but you got to release it so you can move on from it. Wow. Shame is huge. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Oh, wow. I've never heard that before, Kim. Just release the shame. Now, let's say that that there's a person out there who doesn't have anyone that they can trust. Um, can they write it? Is that the same as releasing it? If you can, you like write a letter and burn it, or you know, can you can you do something in that way, or does it have to be received by someone? Absolutely, you can write it because writing is part of the communication process. Communication is the most used activity in life. You're either going to use it verbally, non-verbally with your gestures, your actions, or it's going to come out in a written form, where you, whether you write it down, text it, email it. All of it is a part of the release. And being able to get those thoughts on paper, that is therapeutic within itself. So you can go back and read it, kind of have an understanding of it, just to kind of give that language some substance. Because sometimes you just have to see your language, to see the thoughts that are floating around in your head. And that's what it all boils down to. Shame is in the head. It's in your mind. And our and our mindset mm. is very important because that determines, you know, how we're going to react, respond to a situation, manage a situation, manage people, what we allow. It's all in the mind. So if we can get those thoughts floating around in our mind, get it down on paper, I say by all means, if you can't tell somebody, write it down on paper because writing it down on paper, journaling or whatever, whether it's texting, what you're doing is you're taking a step. Anytime you're taking a step, you're moving away from being stuck. The only way you can be stuck in shame and any other negative emotion is if you do not take a step, if you do not move. That's the mm-hmm. only way. Mm-hmm. Mm, I like that. I like that. I think I, I like. I'm excited already. It's ten minutes into the show, and I'm and I'm taking notes. And I, I've actually learned something. That's what I love about this, Kim. I, I I love being in a place where I can receive information, and and talk to people, and and um, and just be vulnerable. Um, to 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 being honest to who I am, and 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 I'm hoping that other people are doing this as well, because when you hear information. Um, or like this, instead of kind of looking at other people, kind of look at look inward and see how can this help me? How you know? Let me be honest with with what's going on with with me and and what my needs are, so I can you know improve my quality of life, improve my mindset, improve how I handle things, improve relationships. So I this is this is so exciting um, for me. So thank you for that tip on shame. And if you're just joining us, Kim just told us that. Shame is in our head, and the way to address it is to release it. Tell someone, tell someone you trust. So thanks for that nugget, Kim. Oh, you're welcome, Don. You know, and I, I do have, I, and I can offer a personal story of shame to the listeners. I don't mind being vulnerable because when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable, what we're doing in that very moment is disconnecting from shame because what I'm saying is I'm not going to I'm not going to allow shame to have control over me. I'm going to control it. So my most recent experience with shame is this. Back in 2015, I went to a doctor, and I had this wonderful conversation with my doctor about losing 60 pounds, okay? And Mm -hmm. my follow-up appointment was scheduled for January of 2016, which was last, last year. And... 
two weeks before my appointment, I canceled it because I said, "Uh oh, I didn't lose those. I didn't lose those sixty pounds." <laughs> so in my mind, I'm thinking, you know what? I'll I'll be able to get those pounds off in three or four months, and then I'll reschedule because I wanted her to be proud of me. And mm. I got this letter in the mail probably August or September that announced my doctor was leaving that particular practice. And I thought, oh, no, I don't want her to leave without me having an opportunity to follow. So I picked up the phone right away and scheduled an appointment. And when I walked in, the doctor said, what took you so long? Where have you been? And I said, I didn't lose the 60 pounds. She said, no judgment here. You'll lose it when you're ready. And I said to her, oh, my goodness, I said, I, I allowed shame to get in the way of our doctor-patient relationship. I was afraid, that's fear, that you would think that I was lazy. I was afraid that you would have felt like you wasted your time with me and I did not follow through. She said, no, no, it's when you're ready. And I said, you know what, what that taught me was, I always have to figure out what's in the way. And what was in the way for me was shame. And what lied right up under that shame was fear, fear of what she would think. So mm. I always try to figure out, yeah, we have to figure out whether it's shame or anything else, what's in the way. Because I could have done that sooner and got to the business of looking at another solution instead of allowing the problem to keep me away from the solution. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that was the very thing that was happening. And, and then, and then, in most cases, uh, once you do um, come out with it in a safe place, you, you'll find that the problem really wasn't that big as you thought. You know, it, it really it, it loses its power. So that that's a pretty inspiring story. And thanks thanks for sharing that with us, Kim. You're welcome. And you you know, so you just said something powerful right there. You said. The place, the space was safe. That's what that allows us to release feelings of shame and not to be afraid. You know, when we do it in a safe environment, when we know that the space is safe, and when you think about your circle, the people are around you, you'll know that space is safe because when they are around you, you are around them. You feel celebrated. You you don't feel like they're tolerating you. They're just putting up with you. They're judging you. They're criticizing you. Something about you actually feel relaxed, and that's how you know that your your space is safe. I mean, and you know whether or not when we are, you know, we are experiencing shame because of past experiences of abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, past experiences. You know, some things that we may have done and and we're not proud of. But I say this. If something, regardless if something has happened to us or we have done something to somebody else, the moment you wake up with a heartbeat, that means that you've been chosen to live on a higher level, to love on a higher level, to forgive others and to forgive yourself because the heartbeat represents life and you've been chosen. So anytime I wake up with my heartbeat, I'm always excited because I know mm. that some some people didn't make it over, Zoe. <laughs> and I was one. Mm-hmm. So I say, me, me, you chose me. You chose me with this life. And I say, well, honey, I better get up, get out, and get going. <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> get up, get out, and, and get going. And, and you know what? And, and, and that's important because it, it is it is part of our makeup. I think that all of us have this this will to fight, and 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 I believe that it gets buried with with life incidents, and it gets buried with with shame. And the next segment we're going to move into is that it, it gets buried with with silence. And and I'm not talking about the silence that you learn to utilize in an empowerment segment where you learn to be quiet and you learn to use your silence too. I'm talking about the silence that is from the soul and not from the mouth, where yeah. the silence of life is is not it's not I'm not talking about being quiet. You know, I'm talking about the silence of not being heard. So this isn't the silence we're speaking about as the gift. This is the one that is cursing you because you are um covering up layers of 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 life challenges, layers of, of, of things that may have happened to you and you no longer have a voice. And this is killing you. That's the silence I'm speaking from. The one from the soul and not from the mouth. Deadly. Mm. Yes, it is deadly because what's happening is when it's silence, that means that a buildup is happening. I think about it this way. If you blow into a balloon over and over and over again, eventually it's going to pop. And it's going to make a sound. Such is the same, I think, when something inside of us is silenced. A couple of things are going on because at some point we'll pop in different ways. Some people, when they feel shame and they have that combination of fear about dealing with it, talking about it, and, you know, something inside of them gets silenced and like, that part of you that used to exist that people knew, they don't know it anymore and it's quiet. And what's happening is something inside of us is changing. You know, we're mm-hmm. not that same person. Something is happening to our happy. Something is happening to our light. So your light is dimmed in a sense and it's not shining the same way. So what comes to my mind is, well, if I've been silenced and I'm not talking about it, I just see pressure, that pressure that just keeps building up and building up and building up because whatever goes in, it has to come out. If shame has been pumped down inside of you, if fear has been pumped down inside of you, even though it is silenced, your soul is silenced, it's dying to come out. It wants to come out, and it needs to come out. And that goes back to what we were talking about at the very beginning, you have to release it. You have to share it with somebody. You have to communicate it. I mean, and so, Dawn, let me know if I'm kind of off course there. Is that what you were saying, Soa? No, I, yeah, absolutely. You you are definitely on, on course because it, it, it all kind of ties in, whether it's individually or, or collectively. It, it It is something that, that, that assassinates your dreams and your goals because while you're living uh, in shame or silenced about something that has happened, if you don't release it, it, it does 
it does take over and control and, and leads you to be fearful, you know, living living in, in fear of not being accepted or or being different. And and as you mentioned earlier, um, we should be in environments where we are celebrated. And it's okay that, that we're different. You know, it, it's okay that that we are unique in some respect. That that's what makes us who we are. And I don't think we spend time celebrating that about people. You know, you see someone's hair that 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 doesn't look um the way your hair would look and then we quick to judge or to criticize. You know, um it's naturally that we we are more comfortable in environments where more people look and feel like us. It's a given. I think it's innate as a human, you know, humanistic. That's kind of how we find comfort. We want to blend in. Uh, and, and I think that it, it's okay in certain stages because there is a, a place in life where uniformity is good. You know, when you're working in a team or certain environments where there needs to be some cohesiveness or some like-minded people, that that's good. But it's also good that we recognize that some parts of us are different and, and, and it is okay to be different and to not be fearful um, of being different. You know, I am, um, I'm, I'm pretty tall for a woman, not exceptionally tall, but I'm, I'm on the medium tall height. And uh, sometimes I'm around other people and they's like, wow, you're tall. And I'm like, you're short. You know, and, and, and they say it as if, who, who I mean, the, the thing about it, Kim, is like, who are you judging me against? You? So because uh, I'm yeah. not in your height range, that makes me exceptional that you need to comment. You know, I was, I was in the Home Depot one time, and this woman was saying that about this kid. And she was a cashier, and they were in line ahead of me. And the, the kid was tall. He was probably less than six in, in age, but he was tall for his age. And instead of her ringing up their items and she's being friendly, she's like, oh, how did, he's tall. you know." And, and she said like two or three times. And, and when she said it, Kim, the kid immediately put his head down. Oh, wow. Mm. You know, and then yeah. the mom said, well, you know, his dad is tall. Like she's trying to excuse, what? You know, so, of course, me with my talking to self. By the time I reached the line, I kind of said something to her about, you know, you kind of got to be careful how you say things to kids. You can tell them to feel a certain way. And the fact that he put his head down was probably, he probably experienced this before. But why should he be shamed because he's different? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what it does is a lot of times shame, shame, it makes you, you start comparing yourself to other people. And it's not, it's not going to come out right in your head because, you are wonderfully made. What is meant for you is for you. So we get into a, a lot of sticky waters when we start comparing ourselves to other people. And the other thing that I've noticed about shame, Soy, is this. When we feel ashamed of something or ourselves, sometimes we try to pretend to be others. We, yeah. We're so uncomfortable with being us, we start trying to be other people. And that's not fulfilling either because that's exhausting. It's exhausting to try to be somebody else and to be something that you're not. You know, we hate who we are so much sometimes we try to cover it up with so many things, and we don't want people to see the real us 
because we're ashamed of the real us. And the reason why we are ashamed of the real us because there is some message in our brain that's saying to us, you know what, you're not good enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not smart enough. You've been abused. You're dirty. And none of that is true. The fact that you have this beautiful heartbeat, you're beautiful, and you are worth loving. Love wins. I want people to know love is stronger than shame. Love is stronger than any emotion out there because love is light. And that's why we have to, when we feel shame, jealousy, fear, the only thing we have to look for, look for the light of love. That's going to drive that out because that shame represents darkness. So we can't, get, we can't, we have to make sure we're disconnecting from other people who feel the same way. We have to go, we have to make sure we're surrounding ourselves with people who feel good to be themselves, who love themselves, who are in love with life. Associate yourself with that to drive out that, that darkness of shame because light, light drives out darkness, not darkness. That's one of my favorite quotes by Dr. Martin Luther King. Say, you know, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. And hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. So we have to find a way to love every part of ourselves. You know, I love me some me, Soy. The reason I <laughs> you better <laughs> you, and, you, you better know, love, love you so cute. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so I think to myself every day when I wake up with the heartbeat, I say, oh, my God, me, me, you chose me. Oh. Yeah. Yes, yes, I, I, I love that. I, I love that. I love that about you. I love that spirit of um, life about you. And, and, and speaking of the life about you, uh, Kim Wilson experience. We quickly tell people where they can get more information about you and find out um, what's going on on your side of the world. So you want to leave your plug for your website and and all those other good things so that people can get in touch with you before we close out the show. Yes, absolutely. You can find me at www.kwspeaks.com. There's an S on the end of speak. I am. The name of my company is Kim Wilson Experience. I do workshops, seminars, public speaking. The thing is, when you step inside of a workshop, a webinar, a podcast with me or even with one of my blogs, it's an experience. You walk away feeling loved. That's my thing. I'm on a mission to spread love and help people to build strong relationships and healthy relationships. There is nowhere you're going to go in life where you're not going to find a relationship. We all come from a relationship, whether, you know, the first people to ever love us usually are our parents. So even if you were not raised by your parents, you know, any caregiver, it represents a relationship. And that relationship, those relationships, it it molds us, and it really impacts the way we interact with other others and, and who we allow into our circle. So www.kwspeaks, my favorite thing is love wins, always. Love is never the, the problem, it's always the solution. All the time, all the time. Thank you, Kim. Love yes, wins. Love wins, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, sir. I just love this show, Coffee Talk with Toy. It is your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. 
I'd like to thank Kim Wilson and her experience for sharing that with me in the cafe. And I'd like to thank all of the listeners who participated by listening to the show. What a wonderful time we had indeed, indeed. And don't forget to download the app, Coffee Talk with Soy, from your app store. It's now available on iTunes and Google Play. So stay connected, y'all. Y'all stay and hang in there with me as I try to empower people to live healthier, happier lives, one listener at a time. Coffee Talk with Soy, your new one show. Don't forget to look for me on your social media site. That would be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all under the name Coffee Talk with Soy. Thanks for listening. Have an awesome, awesome week. Happy, happy Saturday. Do something powerful with your lives today. Touch someone. Bye-bye.